0: Body for Volunteering in New South Wales.
1: Grow communities
0: and bring people together through Welcome to the Local Legends podcast, where we share stories of untold community spirit. I'm your host, Charlotte Buzzler, and today we're joined by Dr. Sabah Nabi who has achieved incredible feats since moving from big city Delhi to regional Wagga Wagga. It was there on Wawadjuri country that her volunteering journey began. Dr. to Saba and welcome to the Local Legends Podcast. Very excited to share your story. First up, why don't you tell us, growing up, what did volunteering mean to you?
1: Um, so for me, when I was growing up, um, as I have come from India, we volunteer a lot. Sometimes we do it intentionally. Sometimes it's just an informal way of engaging. So for me, volunteering, uh, when I was growing up, it really meant engaging within your local community as well as contributing to your maximum capacity. And as a child, also, when I was in India, there was like taru mitra, which was uh, making of uh, trees as your friend. So I was really volunteering a lot uh, on the lines of sustainability and making sure that a place is very eco-friendly and everything. So, yeah, I really loved volunteering from my childhood. And I've seen like my parents, you know, they really volunteer in the orphanage, you know, they volunteer with like homelessness people. So I have really imbibed that culture from my parents.
0: Great. So it's something that you are very familiar with then. So when you moved to Wagga Wagga, tell me how and and why did you start volunteering at that point in your life?
1: So when I moved to Wagga Wagga, honestly, it was a cultural shock for me because coming from Delhi, which is such a happening city, uh, I initially felt homesick and lonely. And then I really wanted to engage and understand the local cultural tradition. And that was the moment I thought the volunteering is the best option because I had got my daughter who was around two at that time. And also, you know, when you come here for studies and everything, I thought it's always good um, to take her with me. Otherwise, you know, me and my husband were doing PhD at the same time. And I never wanted my daughter to feel uh, neglected. So because of my da- daughter and because of our family, you know, I started volunteering and engaging locally with the people. And because when you engage locally and when you feel that your voice is heard and you feel respected and you feel that, you know, people are love chatting to you and knowing more about your local culture. So that was really an eye opener for me. So, yeah.
0: Awesome. And what organisations or what roles, volunteer roles, how did you start volunteering?
1: Um, so I started initially with my local university where I was doing my PhD. So I realised that international students, they were few international students, but everybody was confined to their own like cocoon. So if they're coming from like uh, India, they were always in their Indian clusters. So I thought it's really important to have an international club. So that was my first point of contact. And then I realized that it's always good to engage with your executives. And then there was an opportunity to be on this um, university council. So they were like one student representative uh, position. So I just put my hand up fill in my nomination form and there was an election i think there were like six or seven nominees and i was initially a bit reluctant whether i'll be elected or not it was really a surprise for me when i realized that i got elected on the university council and i'll be sharing the table with my chancellor vice chancellors and all the executive officials university told me that i was the first international student to be elected on the university council which was really great so that was my initial point of engaging uh, within my university sector, and then I realized that it's always important to, you know, because in the university, everybody understands and appreciate your effort, but then the options are very limited. And then I realized that Multiculture Council of Wagga Wagga, our local uh, Wagga City Council, local member of parliament, they were really eager to engage with international students and understand their challenges and gaps. So yeah, I really engaged with my local member of parliament and my Multiculture Council of Wagga Wagga and everyone. And, And they were also very welcoming. And also, I must confess, and I keep on telling everybody, and my second guilt was because I really wanted to meet my local member of parliament. And in, in India, it's a big thing because you need to take an appointment and there is like a huge waiting list. And I thought this is a quick chance uh, if I engage or if I talk to them. Um, there is a chance I might get my appointment very quickly. But I realized in Australia, it's so different because you don't have such waiting lists. You know, you can spontaneously call your local member of parliament, have a quick chat with him, which was really great.
0: Yeah, fantastic. And it's it's awesome that, I mean, congratulations on, you know, the being elected and, you know, making history. That's all fantastic. And, you know, being interested in the local politics uh, and, um, of course, making a great impact along the way. When you started with the Multicultural Council, you said they were very welcoming. You know, what are some of the early signs that, you know, this was the organisation that was right for you and that it was, you know,
1: inclusive? Okay, so when I first started, um, uh, I know that there were some uh, celebrations happening in Australia. And that was like Harmony Day, Refugee Week and everything. And I had no idea what they were. But I knew that these uh, events were very inclusive and engaging. And they always wanted to welcome new um, migrants and new uh, refugees and any new international students. So um I checked with them, uh, with the local um, stakeholders, with my local Multiculture Council of Worker Worker, with the City Council and they invited the international students. So we had some days of celebrations. We celebrated Harmony Day together. So that was really good because the university and the local community were coming together for the f- very first time. Um, so that was interesting. And then we were part of some of the local celebrations. We invited um, uh, you know, people and the, the ones who were interested in engaging with international students to the university functions. So that was really good. And then I remember I was part of... Uh, uh, racism day or as well you know there's a uh, say no to racism campaign so I was one of the facilitator over there and then I tried to engage uh, with my like since I'm a Muslim so we had a like a marwa community and we had uh, isar which is the um the student body in the university so I w- I really got to involved with a lot of local uh, clubs in my uni and I always made sure that all the local cl- clubs in the universities they were accessible to the students as well and also um, I realized that there was a gap in my because living in a regional place you know you have a lot of challenges and gaps as well so I realized that there was a gap because most of the people coming from a different country they had no clue where like services Australia is uh, where you know, where like Centrelink is or where the health resources are. So I thought that it's always good to have like something like a welcome to the country ceremony. So I really advocated for it. And then uh, my local uh, council was very supportive. So we had a welcome to Voga function. And I was invited as a speaker, though I realized that I was too early in my career as well as in my volunteering uh, efforts but still that was really good because we had a platform where we had like new south Wales police new south Wales health uh different like department of communities and justice you know so many different departments coming together and where people can feel that this is a safe environment to ask questions you know and they can contribute to the maximum capacity which was really great
0: Amazing. And I love that. Uh, It sounds like when you say coming together, you know, I think that's really important. It sounds like um, a lot of what's helped make that happen is you and your initiative as well, which is fantastic. Um, How do you feel that you are helping to make people maybe feel less lonely, feel like they have a greater sense of belonging in the community? And why is that important to you?
1: It's really important to understand your local culture and tradition because unless you understand the place where you are living in, you won't appreciate or, you know, or respect that particular place or that, you know, the group of people surrounding you. So I always make sure and because I engage a lot with different stakeholders, I also am a board member with Multicultural New South Wales, which is fantastic now because now regional voice is heard on the table. And we do have regional advisory councils, so I do volunteer with many health organizations as well. And being a person from a health background, I can understand. And though I have my health background, I have my financial and health literacy, but still I find that it's really a challenge navigating health resources and you know getting all the information so being a person and sitting there as a uh, you know as an advocate or as a regional um, board member really helps my community so during COVID um, it was really fantastic because we had so many different forums and because I'm like a central point so it was easy for me to um engage with like uh, locally with Red Cross, with like a um, uh, multicultural council of Walker Worker as well as different uh, organizations. And I was able to advocate what new resources were coming in and COVID was such an area, it was such a learning curve for everyone. Um, so, and COVID re- really um, opened our eyes to, to know more about the challenges and the gaps. So, yeah, I think uh, uh, sitting on different consumer bodies um, and also engaging uh, with them. And I think I'm very upfront and also I'm very vocal and the thing is I don't play with my words and also I take my failures you know as it is because um, I think I don't pretend that I know everything and it's really important because if you really want to engage or challenge yourself you need to be very true to yourself and also to your um, uh, you know to the person with whom you're working so that's really important because I always feel that, you know, failures are the pillars of success and, and don't pretend that, you know, everything. So, yeah, I tried to engage uh, with my local community. I told them to go and engage um, and do volunteer, though it's still a challenge because, you know, if you are coming and you don't have a child care, you don't have your own car or you know, in a regional place, we have limitation of public transportation. So there are many ga- gaps where people tend to, you know, they would love to volunteer, but because they don't have any financial assistance or any, you know, assistance in different capacity. So they, they they are a bit reluctant to volunteer. But still, I tell them that, you know, if you don't have time, maybe virtually you can volunteer with some of the organizations or maybe just engage Just attend all the festivals and events which is happening around them. Take your family because it's always important that you need to address uh, their mental stress as well. Because sometimes, you know, people coming from a different country, you know, we don't tend to speak about the mental health issues because still we feel that it's a stigma. You know, talking about or maybe telling that you feel homesick or you're feeling isolated. So it's always important to engage and, uh, you know, and try to mingle with the people, with the surrounding. And I know people living in a regional place, they're really welcoming and, and they are really honest and very warm, which I have felt in my Wagga community.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful. And and I, I love hearing the the challenges, but also the, the way that you've helped people in the community overcome them. Of course, there's no, you know, simple solution, but I think having someone that they can go to like you in the community, um, you know, it's really important that they have that. Uh, I guess intermediary between you know the challenge and the solution. Um, in terms of you know you've come from Delhi, you're working on a PhD, you have a young child, you're adjusting to a new life. What are some of the the personal I guess you know difficulties of volunteering, and how have you personally helped help manage them with with everything that was has what was happening at that time.
1: Um, so I, I took every day as a new challenge because I you know coming uh, um, from a different country and doing a PhD with a limited uh, financial help because I know and uh, it was really good because I got my, uh, uh, you know, I didn't have to pay my, for my PhD tuition fees and I got stipend and I was working at the same time in uni. Uh, so financially, we were not so much stressed, but still I had to pay child care for my daughter, which was really expensive because half of my stipend was going in the child care. But still, having said that, I really loved because I always wanted to study in a foreign country. My husband always wanted a international degree, you know. Um, so and, and also living in a regional place, um, we didn't had a lot of options uh, regarding entertainment. So that was really initially helped for us because then our budget was very limited. And then since, uh, you know, there wasn't too much uh, to spend on. So we, are tra- we tried to save as well. But still, having said that, there was like a lot of uh, community events happening around the place. So we would um, attend those events, uh, meet new people and then, uh, you know, just um, check with them because I know I'm really good with social media. So I would check with them. Like I'm currently I'm the publicity officer of my CWA. Which, so I know like, you know, even though if you won't be able to contribute there in terms of your time, you can always contribute in terms of your soft skills. So, you know, it's the way, you know, it's, it's your personal instinct, the way you want to contribute. And I'll quote a very um, interesting example. And again, because I, I would make comparison and then I would always feel that, you know, it's always good, uh, you know, if I'm doing something in Australia, I'm getting my things done easily as well, because when my daughter started kindies, so I was unsure, you know, how the education system works in um, Australia, because I haven't studied from here. And then I thought it's better. And then again, coming from India, you know, it it's really difficult to get an appointment from a school principal if you really need to check something, or maybe from the school teacher. But in Australia, things are so different. You can easily talk to the school principal, to the school teachers. And then somebody told me about the PNC, so I thought maybe I'll just have a, um you know just have a go. I'll see what the PNC meetings are. Uh, you know, they are. And when I attended my first PNC meeting, um, the executives that time, I know I still remember Ramola, Christine, they're still my good friends. So they they were really happy because uh, they said that hardly a person from a different color, you know, they would attend PNC meetings, thinking that it's a very Australian thing. So they were really welcoming and they really helped me in settling in. And and that was my first point of contact to meet the school principal, whom I felt that she was really warm. So I, I did attend a couple of PNC meetings and then I ended up being the secretary of PNC, of my daughter's school. And eventually I became the president. So I was the president of my daughter's PNC for like three years. And currently I'm the on the state board. So I'm the of the whole electorate, reverend electorate, PNC representative of New South Wales PNC Federation. So, you know, you start step by step. And then if you feel that your voice is heard and if you feel respected, because the respect is really important for me because if I feel that I don't feel respect or if I feel that, you know, I'm just sitting there as a checklist, um, honestly, I won't be attending most of the meetings or maybe I'll just resign from that particular board. Then if you feel that if your voice is heard, you feel that your feedback and suggestions are really important to the organizations, I tend to stay at that place.
0: That's awesome. And I, I love that. I think you know, in terms of helping other people who overcome their challenges, overcoming, you know, your own challenges, it sounds like, You know, community is really important to that. Being in the community, having a supportive community, and being active in that community, which is fantastic. And I think that um, the attitude that you have around kind of being in the community and being places where you're respected, and you have a place that you can feel like you're heard. Um, And if if that's not happening, then you know maybe moving on. I think that's fantastic. I would love to know. About the rewarding sides of the volunteering, you know, what are some of the the success stories or the, the moments that you remember that really, you know, have made it so worthwhile?
1: Um, sure. So when I first started my volunteer, so it was with my university and because I was very proactive, so I started the International Student Lab and we really engaged well. I re- invited like RDA Reverena. So RDA is Regional Development Australia Revrina, um, to attend one of the sessions, uh, engage with the international students. Also, there was a forum where I invited people from like health, from Department of Immigration and Border Protection, you know, just talking about the, and also from the Fair Work Commission, Fair Work and Ombudsman, because I know international students, till they uh, feel that if they report something, they might be deported, which is again a myth. But then they really wanted a safe space to talk about all the challenges. So we, we had some amazing things happening at the university when I was doing my PhD. And so the university nominated me for New South Wales International Student of the Year Award. And I didn't realize that, the, so I, I I was finalist, which was again a shock for me because I didn't realize that I'll be a finalist because I uh, because whatever I have seen in the previous years, usually people from metro they were the finalists. So you know, with uh, in a regional place, living with uh, limited resources, um, I never thought that I'll be a finalist. But anyways, um, the entire family went uh, at the award ceremony, and I was the winner, which was really a shock for me, because getting the award at opera house and from the premier was such a fantastic thing so that was my first reward anyway so you know you, the thing is when you volunteer you never do anything for awards or any like incentives and all but you you really get happy if you get appreciated uh, and and the thing is you know and what i feel for us as a migrant you know if you get some rewards or recognition it really authenticates or um, the genuinity of your work so that was my first reward and then um, I was nominated for um, New South Wales Volunteer of the Year in the regional category. And I was the uh, overall winner in the regional category. And I always feel that I re- I wish I know the person who nominates me for different categories or different rewards, because usually you'd never know the nominator. But I understand that there might be some of my, like, people whom I have worked because I still respect many. And then I was, um, you know, I was one of the finalists in the 100 Women of Influence Award, which is, uh, like, national-wise. So being, you know, in Australia, being one of 100 is such a big thing. So I was in the Revina category, in the regional category. And recently, um, so I had been conferred my uh, Medal of Order of Australia on King's birthday. uh, And... So this is such a huge thing, and um, yeah, and many have told me. My my daughter she keeps on telling everybody my mom got this award before she tells forty, and I'm like, come on, you don't need to tell my age. But she she really loved it, and I also love and respect the award, which has been confirmed uh, on me. And also, I think it brings in more responsibility, and and more um you know, more um you know. More a quest for the work because you really get a thirst to do more and more. Because you know, when you have got the awards and recognition, you know, people expect more from you. And I try to do it. And, and sometimes, honestly, I feel that like 24 hours are not uh, they are less uh, because I, sometimes you know I, they're like heaps of emails. And I, now I got a baby, but still, uh, the uh, you know, the amount of work at which I do apart from my professional work here yeah, is immense and I enjoy doing it the thing is because if you enjoy doing it um so you know you don't feel any pressure to do those works so yeah these are some of the awards which I got and I really appreciate and admire the other people surrounding me and especially the teams with whom I work
0: and it's and it's incredible i mean congratulations that's i mean pretty awesome <laughs> uh and very exciting to think that you know winning these awards you're now thinking what you you said that you've got a hunger for it which is great like the, to keep going um and I think it's an awesome thing about volunteering is that there's no ceiling like there's no, no you know cap on the amount of people you can help or the Im, the impact that you can have doing what you do and um clearly you've you've had a great impact um, on your community, and I guess you know thinking about you know engaging with your local community, what have you loved about engaging with your local community, being in a regional community, engaging with um, migrants, you know people from all walks of life what have you what have you found that you've loved about
1: that? I really love the respect and dignity which uh, this role carries, and also I always feel that you know if if I help one person you know and if their life changes, it really gives me a lot of pleasure. And happiness because uh, if you help someone and you know their whole family flourishes so that really gives me uh, you know um, a lot of joy seeing them flourish and seeing them prosper I really wish and also coming from India um, I always love that it's always important for the kids um, to understand their roots as well And, and so this year I had been selected as an Australian delegate in Australia India Youth Dialogue which was really great because you know Sometimes I feel that, you know, if you live um, in Australia, and I've seen many people, uh, the thing is they tend to forget their rules, which shouldn't be the case because, you know, it's always good to know your culture, uh, understand Australian culture and try to mix and try to, you know, be an advocate for both the culture because it's such, it's such a um, huge blessing to contribute in Australian uh, and Indian context. So that's really important. So I think um, engaging locally, um, advocating for your local community but also making sure that your voice is heard in the governance and decision-making process at this state or maybe at the national level is really important and also I feel that it's I always make sure that uh, I make myself a safe environment for everyone so that they don't have any uh, you know any reluct- reluctance to talk about their own uh, um problems, challenges. They should always feel that there is a person whom they can have trust. Um and also I, I and also I don't play with my words so I'm very straightforward. So I always tell them, you know, these are the gaps or maybe they need and I always make sure that I point them in the right direction rather than keeping them, uh, you know, confused or maybe giving them false hopes. It's always important to be very true to your role and responsibility.
0: Great. So it sounds amazing. Like I'm just imagining being someone who needs support from you and just imagining how incredibly awesome that experience would be. Um, It sounds like, you know, safety, honesty, being able to connect with your roots and, you know, be culturally true and true to yourself generally, having respect, being heard. These are all parts of belonging and inclusion. Is there anything else that you would add to that?
1: Yes. I think also being an open-minded and also, um, I feel that still, I feel that local government and state government need to do more towards the regional population, because if you really wish people to settle in a regional place, you need to understand their challenges. Because when we talk about the migrant community, uh, we always talk about the uh, asylum seekers, refugees and all. But in the long run, we tend to forget international students, the skilled migrant, the one on the sponsored visa, where we have very limited agencies or maybe no agencies at all so i really wish that uh, the government should proactively engage with the stakeholders engage and also making sure that you really have a regional voice on your table and making sure that all the migrant communities are heard um, rather than putting all the resources or concentration on just one cohort of society and i'm pretty sure that you know if you um, if you talk to any any person who is on any visa they are happy to share their uh, experience and their challenges with you the thing is you need to choose the right person and at the right time and also I feel that sometimes it's really important to engage with them directly uh, because if you engage with the spokesperson of that particular community there is a challenge uh, or there is a like a barrier because sometimes things do get commercialized um you know in tug of war of getting a sponsorship or in the funding so it's really important to engage um, truly uh with the right uh, people and at the right place
0: yeah and i think those are really great insights and i you know important to yeah address maybe areas that we could maybe be more balanced in terms of the support that we're giving out um so that's that's really important to hear. So thank you for sharing that. And till those gaps are addressed, hopefully volunteering is helping to provide support where it isn't currently available. Um, so what would you say to someone who is looking to volunteer?
1: Centre of Volunteering has got huge um, pool of resources and I love it. Um, I do volunteer a lot. And I have got like 10 or 12 years of experience, but still, I look on the Center of Volunteering website for the resources you because they have got amazing resources, amazing toolkits, everything the awards and recognition programs are great. So, it's always important, and I tell everyone the newly migrants uh, as well as the one who are already settled here uh, to keep on um you know volunteering keep on engaging um even though if you don't have time contribute uh, in a different capacity but it's always important to continue your journey i know after covid it's really you know everybody's financially stressed out you know i know people are, have started working um the, uh, and and we are uh, you know we are just uh, missing that young pool of volunteers because young people, it's really hard to engage with the young community. Uh, so my daughter, she started volunteering with Cancer Council when she was four. Until date, I take her everywhere. So it's always important to share the same um, uh, vibes with, your, with the young generation. I think the parents are the best role models for them, the school, the teachers. So it's always important for them to understand the importance of volunteering. Apart from the financial gain, because I know money is important, but sometimes you really need to understand uh, your soft skill, you know, because your small contribution can make a big difference in someone's life. So it's always important to engage and uh, yeah, know, know your local community, know your local clubs, because there are a lot of clubs which are really genuinely dying because of lack of volunteers, it's always important to know what's happening around you. Just check if any organisation needs something and and contribute to your maximum capacity. Even your, like your 10 or 15 minutes can be a boon for them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's awesome. I love the idea also of parents being role models of it being, you know, intergenerational. There's more, the whole family or the whole community can gonna be involved and learn from each other which is great and thinking about some of the challenges that people might face in terms of trying to volunteer with organizations maybe they have limited time or you know from your personal experience what has helped volunteering be you know accessible or inclusive for you especially you know if you're juggling time commitments or you know having new experiences
1: Personally, for me, it was my personal instinct to volunteer because I really wanted to engage um, locally and understand the local culture and tradition. And also, I wanted to volunteer because I really wanted to help some of the organizations. Um, I know when I first joined my CWA, um, they were struggling with numbers. So my inclusion in CW, honestly, it's not uh, helping a lot because you know my I'm just one person, so I won't make that you know fifty. Uh, number of being a member but still i think that because i got my like social media skill so i'm happy managing their facebook page and on their website everything so I, i and also like so i gave birth like last year um so i got a baby now and i know um so i access healthcare system so I know I, I'm a good consumer advocate if I really need to give some inputs regarding maternity services in a regional place. So, you know, you need to understand your own skills. I I always do a sort analysis of every situation. And uh, like, you know, coming from a different country, when my daughter started school, I knew that it's, it was really hard for me to understand the school system. So I joined my local PNC. So, you know, your personal situations really take you to the volunteering roles. And once you enjoy it, once you get your, you know, you feel respected and you feel valued, your opinion matters, then you tend to stay in that particular place. So for me, my personal situations, my personal circumstances, and and I think um, um, the hunger to know more. um, Yeah, it's that really helped me in voluntary and and that really helped uh, until date. It's really helping me, though, you know. I do struggle at times with my family responsibilities with my baby and all. But still, I feel that, you know, if somebody has put a trust in you and they feel that and because if you're sitting at a particular position as a consumer advocate or as a, you know, as a board member or something. So, you know, you had been appointed or you had been uh, you had uh, just to. contested that position and if you're sitting there in that particular position um, you know that means people have faith and trust in you so I really feel that um, I should be contributing to my maximum uh, rather than disappointing them or rather than you know they should be rethinking that they made a wrong choice so I always try to live up to their expectation and uh, contribute to the maximum capacity unbiased which is really important because you always need to be unbiased So it's not always my opinion, but it's the opinion of the people living in a regional place. So even though sometimes you don't agree with a particular situation, but then it's not always about me, but it's always about the local community and the local engagement.
0: Yeah, fantastic. So it sounds like, you know, having a reflection on what your personal capacity is and, you know, trying to give as much of that as you can um, and meeting the expectations and the needs of the community have helped. Yeah, that's fantastic. And I think a great note to end this on. Thank you so much for sharing your story and for everything that you've done in the community. I, it's um, incredible the work that you've done, The you know, really been recognised for what you've been able to achieve. Um, so thank you so much for sharing your story and your, your perspective with us today. You've been listening to Voices of Volunteering, presented by the Centre for Volunteering. For resources, tools, training and news, head over to our website, volunteering.com.au.